Good luck, everyone. Motzei Simchas Torah Tovshim Peidalad. We're holding Simon Kov Samaches Zivav. Tonight's learning should be for Eschus for Achinu Bnei Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael for those that are injured and those that are Achmon Litzlan being held hostage. Everyone who needs a Refua should have a Refua. Everyone who needs a Yeshua should have a Yeshua, and our learning should be Eschus for them. It was actually interesting. In the, I was here in Toronto in the Kailal, and Rishlan Miller was there, and between Mincha Mariv. On Leil Simchas Torah, many Rabbonim and Rashi Yeshivas from the town were coming to ask him what to do, and Rishlema's psak was that we should not dance Hakafas Leil Simchas Torah, and that's what we did here in the Kailo in Toronto. We did not dance any Hakafas Leil Simchas Torah. That's what he told all the Rashi Yeshivas and Rabbonim that came to ask him. I do know that in many other places they did dance in uh, Leil Simchas Torah, but that's what happened over here. That our brothers were in pain. Rishlema said, "How could we dance? How could we be besimcha like that?" when we just heard about the terrible tsara that was going on in there to Israel. So our learning tonight should be a great schos. So here we go. The Sugi of Passover Kiss. I'd like to welcome all of our listeners and viewers from Torah Anytime, as well as from the podcast. So in order to properly understand the Sugi of Passover Kiss and properly, I have to give a small Akdama. We'll have the Akdama. Today we'll see Sivav. Tomorrow, I hope to be back in Lakewood. I hope, I hope. I can't guarantee it. And we'll see together Siv Zayin. So Passover Babakistan. So the halacha is like this. When you have a dough made from any of the five grains and you bake that dough, now the bracha on that dough is hamaytzi lechem in the arts. Something which is made from the five grains which does not have the special bracha of hamaytzi has the bracha of mezaynes. But bread, which is baked dough, has the special bracha of hamaytzi. Now what doesn't get the bracha of hamaytzi? What, how, how can you process this dough or a batter that won't give it the special bracha of hamaytzi. So there are three exceptions, three cases where a person, where the food product would not get the bracha of hamaytzi. The first exception would be if the bread does not have what we call teresa denama. Teresa denama means the tsura of bread. It doesn't look the right way. And if something does not have teresa denama, it's not going to get the bracha of hamaytzi. No matter how much of it that you eat, it will always be mezaynes, and the bracha achreina will always be bracha mein shalish, a bracha of alamichia. Some want to say that a cheerio, even if a cheerio would be baked, which many say it's cooked first, but even if it would be baked, many want to say a cheerio does not have teresa denama. That's a shaila. We'll see when we discuss wraps. If wraps have Teresa Denama, that will all be at the end of the simon in a week and a half from now. We'll discuss wraps and we'll discuss other cases. Um, Lakshin does not have Teresa Denama, macaroni, all these things, even if they were to be baked, they would not be, they would not have the bracha of a Maitzalachim Naaret. It will always be Barimini Mizainis. The second exception is if you cook, if you cook the food, even if bread has Teresa Denama, but if you took the dough and you cooked it in water and liquid instead of baking it, which means you could have cooked it in water or you could have deep fried it, then it would also not get the bracha of Amitzel Lechem in the Aretz. Bipashtus, this is actually a sugya which we'll see in Sifid Gimel, and this would apply to donuts, which are deep fried, and would apply to any type of bread product which is cooked, let's say um, kreplach and something, something like that, a canadol. These things that are cooked, and even if they were to have Teresa Denama, they would only be a bracha bar mini mezenes and a bracha a bracha mein shalish or a bracha achreina, no matter how much you eat. And there is a sugi about it. It's not so simple. But we'll see that in Sifid Gimel. The third exception is the main focus of the first few shiurim now going forward over the next two weeks is Pasababa Kisnen. Pasababa Kisnen also gets a bracha of mezenes sometimes 
and a bracha achrena, a bracha achas means shalish, sometimes, and sometimes it has a bracha of hamaytzi, and sometimes it has a bracha of birchas hamazen, bracha achrena. So, what is possible of a kisnen, and when does it have a bracha of berim and When does it have a bracha of hamaytzi lechman arts? So, there's a three way machlekis. What exactly is Pasuk Baba Kisnen? One Shita holds Pasuk Baba Kisnen, and before we say the Shitas, the general klal, or the Yisoy the Pasuk Baba Kisnen, the reason why it doesn't have the Bracha of Hamaiti is because these types of breads are not eaten for Suudes, they're eaten more as snacks. And not the type of bread that has a special Bracha of Hamaiti is bread that's used as a staple of the meal. The Suuda, the Chala, the bread, bread products which are eaten more as snacks, that's called Pasa Baba Kisnen, and that does not have the special status of bread that have the bracha of Amitzalech and it has the bracha of Bari Mini Mizenis. So what are, how do we define Pasa Baba Kisnen? There are three shitas. The first shita holds Pasa Baba Kisnen means you have bread that was baked with pockets when there are like fruits or nuts or sweets stuffed in the pockets. That's Kisnen, kiss like a pocket. And those types of bread products, even if the dough is just plain bread and water, I mean, flour and water, but it's stuffed with stuffing, with sweet stuffing, that's going to make it pass above a kisnin. And now, in some cases, the brach will be burning in the some cases, I'm going to the arts. The second shita holds pass above a kisnin is when the actual batter, the dough, is nilish, is kneaded with different sweets. We are, we'll see, is a big machlekes between the Beisesev and the Ramah, even different ways to understand the Ramah, how much sweet, how many sweets they have to be in there for it to lose the status of real bread and become possible of a kisnin, nafkamina for mezainis bread, and other types of bread where you have a sweeter bread, but there's no filling in the bread, it's just the actual batter is sweet, is there something, is there such a thing called mezainis bread? Well, there probably is, but at what point would it really become mezainis bread? And the third shita is pas baba kisnin is crackers, crunchy bread, bread that you can that you have to chew it and, and munch on it because it's hard and crunchy like a cracker. And that because also you eat very little at a time because of the the texture of the bread, it is considered pas baba kisnin, and it would be a bracha mezaynis in certain instances. Matzah, for example, should technically be considered passive Baba Kisnin. However, we'll have to see when we get to that part of the Sugya why we make a Hamaitzi on Matzah. And the Svardim actually all year round make a Mazenis on Matzah. Even though Ashkenazim make a Hamaitzi all year round, Svardim only make a Hamaitzi on Pesach because Matzah is passive Baba Kisnin. Technically, the Fila Halachis. And crackers will be passive Baba Kisnin. So these, these are the three Sheetahs. The first Sheetah is their pockets, it's, it's filled. The second Sheetah is Nilaish, it's kneaded with sweets or juice or eggs and the third sheet is crackers so any one of these three technically would be passive baba kisten now the shayla is so if if i have let's say a cracker for example so there's a tzad one sheet that holds as passive baba kisten the bracha will be mezenis the other two sheets hold that it's a mitzi so how could i go make a mezenis misafik if maybe it's got real maybe it's really bread which means if there are three sheets here that are arguing what is possible baba kisten so according to two sheets if I have a cracker, if I have something which is just filled with sweets, but it's, it's not crunchy, and the actual dough itself is not sweet, so according to one shita, that would be possible to kiss, and it would lose the status of hamaytzi, of bread. According to the other two shitas, it would still have the status of bread. So how can I go make a bar in the name of So this question is asked by all the Mavarshim, by the Beisayseth, the Bach, the Taz, the, the Drisha, the Taz, the Kiveger, or Chashulchan, the Oid, the Maimur Mordechai, everyone. And there are different ways to address it, and the, the Pasha Mahalach is 
that bar is is considered a bracha kailelas, which will work with the evan on the bread. So for your bracha rishonim, you're covered. And bracha achreina, in a deraisa situation, in a chanamia of al won't work in the place of benching. But many cases we'll see for for reasons which will be too complicated to explain right now. But we'll see as we go through the sugya. Whenever there's a shayla of what bracha to make, it will be only a derabbanan. And therefore, a derabbanan, the bracha achas main shalish could take the place of the berachas hamazin. And that's the simple terrace that, that most Mepharshim give. There is a sheet of the Ma'am Mordechai, the Derech HaChayim, and the Aruch HaShochan that they say, and this makes a big enough Kamina, which we'll go through more in depth as we go through the Sugyas, that really all three sheet is impossible to kiss and are not arguing. The estate is the same. Whatever is eaten as a snack, that's going to be possible to kiss If it's eaten as a meal, it's going to be a Mechalechem in the Aruch. And these are just three examples of things that are eaten as a snack. And... Therefore, anything which it has one of these three characteristics, whether it's filled or it's nilish with sweets or it's um, or it's a cracker, it's going to be possible to kiss in the kuliyama. And it's pasha you're going to make a mezaynis nala michya if you don't eat too much of it. And there are big nafkaminas according to this shita of the maramordechai derech hachayim and the yarach hashulchan. For example, let's say a hot pretzel. A hot pretzel, so many of them are made with rave made paris, so we'll see... Tomorrow, if Reb May Paris would give it the status of Passover Babakistan according to the Ramah, it's not so Pasha that it will. And if you hold that it doesn't, so then can you say the bracha on the hot pretzel would be Mizanis? Or will you say it's going to be Hamaiti? Because because the hot pretzel is not filled, and if you hold Reb May Paris, it's not enough to be Nilish, to be considered kneaded with sweets, it's not going to be Nilish. And if you hold, and it's not a cracker, it's not crunchy, so it doesn't have any of the three. So really, if you go that. There's a machlegis between the three shittas. It had none of the shittas over here, so it would be a hamaitzi. However, if you hold that all the shittas agree, and anything which is eaten as a snack is going to be a baramanim azainis. And these are just three examples. So one can make the argument that a hot pretzel is eaten as a snack and not as a meal, and therefore maybe a hot pretzel, even though it technically won't have any of the three shittas, it still should be a baramanim azainis. So we'll hold that off also. This is just the introduction. We'll get the hot pretzels, we'll get the mazainis bread, and to everything in its place. But now let's segue into the next Shiloh. So we establish on a very basic level what Paseh Babakistan is. And now, when is Paseh Babakistan going to be Baruch Nebuchadnezzar? When is it going to be Hamaisi Lechem So that's the Sugi of Siv Vav, which means the, the Sugi is set up, Siv Vav discusses when Paseh Babakistan is Nebuchadnezzar and when it's Hamaisi, and Siv Zayin, which is tomorrow, discusses what is Paseh Babakistan. It's a little bit, you would think, out of order. You would first want to know what Paseh Babakistan is, but that's the order of the Shulchan Aruch. So let's see inside the Mechaber. Maybe we'll talk outside first. Maybe we'll see the Mishaburah inside first. Let's see how this goes. Zuck the Mechaber. Siv Vav, page 132. If you eat the amount and quantity that the average person in your, in your stage, which means if you're a young child or an old man or a middle-aged person, in your stage, the average person would be filled. That would be his Suda. Even though for you it wasn't the Suda, so the Mechaber tells us that when you eat it as a snack, which means a small quantity, then you're going to make a Baram name like this. Once you eat too much of it, then it's going to turn into So cake, for example, typical sponge cake, marble cake, is Pasababa Kisnan. Every Danish is Pasababa Kisnan. Is there ever a point where a person is eating too much cake? Yes, there is, because at a certain point, you're going to move from Borei Menei to Hamaitzi Lechem in the Arts. Now, you can ask, why is that too much? So I'll make a Hamaitzi. We'll see, it's very not clear, and it's a big machlek is what the shear is 
when you would make a hamaytzi, and many rabbanim are very hesitant to ever tell someone to make a hamaytzi on a cake or a danish, and therefore there's a certain amount that you're going to want to not eat. So you don't involve yourself in the shayla, and we're going to see what that shear is. If in the beginning you had a mind to eat a little bit and you made a bracha and then you ended up eating too much, you ended up eating the amount of Vesuda. Then you have to bench even though you didn't make Hamaytzi in the beginning because you ate the amount that requires a Birchaz HaMazin. If you ate a shir which people are not Kavei on it, even though you're Kavei Asuda on this small amount, and we go here with what the average person in your situation would eat, and that's how the Bir Allah explains it, that a young person goes with a young person uh, portion, older person with an older person portion, how big the size would be, but the Mishnah is going to discuss for us the average portion now, let's see the Mishnah Bura, let the Mishnah Bura. In the next sif, we'll explain what it is. Even though on regular bread, we make a hamotzi on a little bit. And a kazayis, we already bench. Passing up a kisne is not a derech to be kaveh yasud on it. We eat a little bit in a temporary fashion. The fikach berchas and rak bayer mini mezaynes. The bracha is only bayer mini mezaynes. So the achar bracha achas min shalish. Elam kein achal kashir kviya suda. Unless you eat the amount that's a kviya suda, the azma varech hamaytzi berchas and mazin akaponim pasu. Akaponim is bread. It's bread. It doesn't have the elevated status of hamaytzi for a small amount. But once you eat the, a, a large amount, then it gets back that bracha of hamaytzi. Zaksiv kalan chov dalas shachir regil mikbaya. Right. If you're eating just the pasta baba kissing, just the cake, then you have to eat the amount of cake that people would eat to be severe, not to be severe, like a severe with regards to the birth of Muslim, but a kviya suda that people have just on the cake. If you eat it with other foods, you eat the cake or you eat the the knish together with Fish or meat or chicken. This is a magen avram shita, which is a very large chumrah. Magen avram says that if you're eating a knish, which would be a passive of a kisnin, you have a dough with some potato inside, and you're eating a small amount of it, but you're eating the amount of mizayna that a person eats when he has a suda of meat, and you're having a suda with meat and the knish, then you would have to wash and bench on that. That's what the magen avram holds. If you eat it by itself and you're actually filled from it, even though others would not be completely filled just from this amount, in the regular case, if I were to eat some cake, a small, a, a, a large amount, where I'm full from it, but the average person is not full, I'm kaveya suda. The average person is not kaveya suda. But la I don't need to make a don't need to make a hamaytzi. I make a burim and However, if the amount that I ate, if I would eat it as a suda with fish or meat together, then the amount that I ate is the normal amount that people eat together with the fish and the meat. And I ate just that amount, but now I'm full. Then I would have to make a hamaytzi, even with that small amount. So let's see. Let's see the rest of the Mishnah Brewer. He'll say the amounts that we want to stay away from. And then we'll speak out outside how to be, how to be naive with this Chumrah and the Magen Avram, which according to some 
Paiskim, some very big Paiskim can make lots of problems, but according to many, in the Minig Ha'ilam is not to be as Chayshish for it, but let's see what the different sheets are. So first, let's finish the Mishnah. Bura Bihineh. Three or four eggs, which is six or eight kizesim. Many say that's the shir kviyasuda. Some want to say three or four beitzim already is the shear. Some say, and the gra is included, and this is the sheet of the guy which the Mishnah Brewer himself is more naita Allah Lamaisa, not to make a hamais until you have this amount, the amount a person eats for a real full suda, a breakfast or a supper. You have to eat a full suda's worth. It's not enough to have three or four beitzim, which would be, let's say, uh, however much that would be, uh, maybe one slice of bread would be already uh, more than the kabeya, uh, in uh, one slice of rye bread in the middle of the loaf could be more than the kabeya, maybe two slices already could be, could be two, three, four slices of bread already, which is two sandwiches already could be cutting it very, very close. So, well, bread is a real hamaisi, but if you would have, even if someone were to find a mizainis bread, and it's real mizainis bread if you all the shittas, at a certain point, he's going to get into trouble of being kaveya suda on it. So even if he was having it by itself, having four big slices of bread may be too much. So, there, how, however, that's going to get a three, four baked. However, the gain shita is that unless you have a full suda of breakfast or supper, whatever that would be, whatever big that shir would be, one would not have to say hamaytzi. Don't eat four eggs worth. Anything which is a suffix with possible bekisnin, so is it sad that it's real bread? For sure, be machmer not to have more than four eggs worth, four beitzim. So, what did the Mishnah just say? Let's speak of that outside, and then we'll finish the last two sifkatans and we'll stop at Sif Zion for the day. So, what the Mishnah said is that some sheets hold the shir kviya suda is gimel adal beitzim, which we're going to go with four, the Mishnah says. We're going to say, because the Iker Shita is the other Shita, so don't have more than four Kibetim worth of Pasa in one sitting. You're getting yourself into a Shiloh. However, you're not going to make a Hamaitzi unless you have the Shear for an entire Suda breakfast or supper, a full Suda's worth of that chal, of that cake. Otherwise, you're not going to make Hamaitzi. And like I said before, many places are very reluctant to allow someone to make a Hamaitzi on cake, and therefore we try hard to avoid having too much, and we want to always have less than four Beitzim. Which is eight kizesim. That's how much a person wants to have. Allah Lamaisa, one should never have more than eight kizesim worth of cake in one sitting, unless they already washed. Now, this is why Yerushalmi Kugel got the name Yerushalmi Kugel, because what happens is at a kiddish, people sit and they would eat cake and they would get involved in the shaila of having to wash and bench. And that wasn't such a good child they got involved into. So they came up with an idea let's bring a food to the kiddish that fills you up but never gets involved in the shayla of having to bench or having to say amaytzi. So they brought you Yerushalmi Kogo, which is Lakshin, which doesn't have Teresa Denama, doesn't have the Tura of bread, it's also cooked, it's never going to get the bracha of amaytzi or Berchaz HaMazin, and that way you can have as much Yerushalmi Kogo as you want to avoid this shayla. Now that's talking about we're eating it by itself. So Allah cake, danishes, Persians should always try to have less than eight kizesim. When you're eating with other food, so the Mishra Bruch quotes the Magan of Ramadan, he says the shir will be much smaller now. This is what Ramosha holds. I'm not saying Moshe do, do not go like this. Ramosha writes the Ferris in the Chuva. And if someone goes to a chasna and they have a whole suda, they have a piece of cake, one piece of cake, and that's the normal amount of mizayne someone has with a suda, 
He has to wash and bench. Wash hamaytzi birchazamazin just for that little piece of cake he had. That's a normal amount to have with the suda. Magen Avram says if you have you 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 your of the other food together with the bread, and if you have own, together with the pasuk of if you have the normal sheer pasuk of with this normal amount of meat and chicken and whatever else he had, you're going to have to wash and bench. Now many places will argue on that. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky and the Der Hachayim before him and Rabbi Yaakov say even according to the Magen Avram and the Mishnah Bura, we're only mitzarev. Foods that go along with the main dish, let's say a potato knish together with your chicken. Then we'll say if you had enough of mizaynis of your potato knish with your chicken, you'll have to wash and bench. But a piece of cake which has no shaykhis to your chicken, that would not be tsarif to your chicken, and that's how Rabbi Yaakov and Adar Chachayim sort of limit this magan of rum. However, even according to them, we, we will come to, to issues at certain sudas. If you want to have some carrot muffins, you want to have uh, two or three carrot muffins together with your food, you're getting involved in the shayla according to them. So the Arach does argue on the, it seems like he argues at least with the Evan on the Magan of Ram, and many in practice are not so mocked on it. However, if someone is aware of the sheet of the Magan of Ram, and at least the Fidel Derech HaChayim and Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, that certain foods that do go along, that are side dishes, maybe one should keep track of how much he has, and he shouldn't eat too much of it to the point where this is a normal amount of, if he was having bread instead, let's say he was having bread, how much bread would you eat if you're washing at a, at a chasna, how much of the challah roll would you eat along with your food? If you're going to eat that much pasta of a kisnin, you're going to get involved in the shayla according to them. However, for those that are lenient, it definitely are those that are lenient. The Yorach HaShochan and Rishon Zalman say a svara to be matzik, those who are lenient, and they say that even though you're eating a quantity that would require um, washing and benching according to the Magna Ram Shita, but since the way you eat it, at least when you eat cakes, or maybe even at a chasna is more of a derech harai. Uh, I don't think this would apply to uh, to um, a chasna. I'm sorry. They say it more like a kiddush. A kiddush, even if you're having tons of cake, since you're eating it with derech harai, so there's a lotion of the rift that's mashman like that. If you're eating derech harai, it's always going to be a mezainus. Since you're not eating a light asuda. So by a kiddush, they're matzik those. However, the chashokhan says, Yerush Shemayim, Yerchak Mizeh, shouldn't be saying on this, to eat too much cake at a kiddush. But the the heter would be, that you're eating it b'derech harai. At a chasana, if you want to know, if, you want, if, you, if you're getting involved in the shayla of this magan of rum by eating too much cake together with your main dish, or not too much cake, too much of your potato knish or carrot, carrot muffin, that would be a shayla according to the magan of rum. The archa is more makel, but that's a shayla that one should uh, be mevar. Fine. That is the halacha of how much food to eat. Let's see. Sifkan chafein chavav zakta mishnah brura. Sifkan chafein amaytzi yubirchaz amazayim the gamer tiel sedayim. Come over the past gamer. Come over the elbow. Simuk of nechesef alva and sham. That when you make amaytzi, you have to wash like regular bread. Sifkan chavav yivarich lavirchaz amazayim kimish hishon l'shir kviya suda. Avla amaytzi and tarich lavarich amashin malchayecha. Let's say you started to eat a little bit. You made a mazanis. You planned on eating only a little bit. You changed your mind. You ate more. Then you make amaytzi. But you don't make. Now you make a virchaz amazayim. You don't make a new amaytzi. Since when you change your mind, there's no longer in front of you enough food for Kriya Suda, you don't make a new Hamaytzi. You rely on your old Mazayinist. Only if you Mitzayif what you already ate with what you're going to eat now, then you're going to have enough to make Berchus Hamazin. So Berchus Hamazin you'll make, but you won't make a new Hamaytzi. And the MSA Shir Kriya Suda, the Mashaloy Achal Adain, Serachlita Yada Vilavar Hamaytzi, Alantila Sidayim Berchus Hamazin. If there is a Shir in front of you, a Shir Suda, then you have to go wash your hands, make a Hamaytzi. And wash, wash until the time, make hamaytzi and bench like regular. So today we learned the halachas of a hakdama to pass above the kisnin. 
what is possible of a kisnin, and that we'll see more in depth tomorrow in Sif Zion. We discuss how much a possible of a kisnin, if you eat that, whether we require you to make a hamaytzi and a berchas hamazayin. You want to always eat lechatchila less than four kibayt, four beitzim, which is eight kizaysim, and. If you eat more than that, up till a full suit is worth, you're not going to wash on bench. And the meaning of most Rabbanim is to be very reluctant to allow someone to wash on cake or danishes, even if you have a lot of them. Therefore, the Chathila wants you to stay away from having too much. If you're eating it together with other foods, there is the sheet of the Magna Vram, and the Mishabur goes like that, Mitzarif, the other foods, or Moshe Mitzarif, even cake with chicken. However, if Yaakov and Derech Chayim say cake and chicken don't go together, only you're going to count like a side dish, like a carrot muffin with the chicken. And there they say you would be mitzvah if you have enough carrot muffin. And like you, you would have if you had bread, you would have to wash according to them. There are makilim for those who wanted to be mekel yeshal milismaich. And that was today's sugya. We'll go back to tomorrow. Siv Zion and Hashem. I will definitely keep you posted if it will be live or pre-recorded. Depends on the traffic. Everyone should have a wonderful night.